Welcome to Dream School. This is the podcast where the bell rings and the fun begins. In this feature from Anson Radio, the children sit down with the Dream School head teacher and share their vision for the best school ever. And just like the genie in Aladdin, the Dream School head teacher can make anything happen. Jelly and ice cream for lunch? Sorted. PE lessons taught by Lionel Messi? Done. Unicorns in a playground zoo? No problem. In the dream school, anything is possible. The children will take you through their perfect day from the minute they wake up, through their first lessons, their amazing dreamlike playtimes, who from history is coming back to life to teach them all about the past, what's on the menu at lunchtime, who's going to be teaching the best PE lesson ever, and what clubs look like after school at dream school. So sit back, relax, and listen to the best school ever. Welcome to Dream School. Today I'm here with Anissa. Anissa's in year six, one of the Anson radio team and a digital leader at the school. And of course, she's going to be heading to secondary school in just a few weeks time. Welcome to Dream School, Anissa. Hello. How are you today? Good. So I'm interested to know, why did you want to be part of the Anson radio team? I like the computers. You like working on the computers as well. I guess that's why you became a digital leader at the school. What do you like to do on the computers? Entertainment. Entertainment. So watching? Yeah. Do you like creating content? Making your own mm. videos, things like that? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. So, you've created your dream school. Um, we're going to try and wake you up in the morning of your dream school day. So tell me about the start of your day. Do we have a uniform at your dream school? No. No. So what's happening when I wake up in the morning? So you get up from bed and you do like your usual like routine, like brushing your teeth, eating breakfast, and you get ready. And then as before you leave the door, you should put on um, you put on the badge to represent your school. Okay. So what badge represents my school? What does a dream school badge look like? Like. A circular badge with like the logo. Now, logos are really great because if you think about, um, you can recognise a lot of brands, a lot of uh, products that you'd find in your supermarket. If I just showed you the logo, you'd know exactly what that brand was. So if I showed you the Apple logo, you'd know that was to do with iPads and iPhones. If I showed you a picture of a shell with a red outline and a yellow centre, you'd know it's to do with petrol. So how, what's on our logo for your dream school? We've got the circle. What's, what's the logo? The outside of the school. The outside the, of the, the school. Okay, the gates. So tell me about the gates. Is there anything special about these gates? Do they have anything on them? Um, you should, like, there's, like, 
a pen pad and you have to enter the school's passcode. If you get it wrong five times, you have to go through the office. Oh, and what are the people like in the office when you come in there having forgotten the passcode? Are they friendly? Well, you do get in trouble because it, it causes like the pen pad, they have to reset it and all. And so then nobody would know if they've reset it. And then nobody mm -hmm. can get in and they're all coming through the office. It's a, <laughs> I like it. Is there any particular um, colour that you'd like on these gates? Um, like light blue. Light blue gates. Nice light blue gates. I like that. Uh, so light blue gates, which is fine. And does your dream school, often underneath the logo, you might have a motto, like a little slogan. Are there key words that we want people to feel when they come to your dream school? Um just aspiring words nice so something to raise aspiration make people feel inspired as well um, at our school of course we have happy confident creative children so we want children to feel really happy we want them to develop in confidence and we want them to be creative which doesn't just mean they're coloring things in but they're thinking differently they're thinking about solving problems in different ways um, what do you think of those three things happy confident creative do you like them yeah the they're good words good to word. um, explain what a school is. And so when you think about words like that, what kind of words would you like at your dream school? Um, not to do with confidence because you can't just tell someone to, they have to be confident because you have to build up to it. So like maybe I'm not sure. I think it's a, that's a really, really important point because we talk about happy, confident, creative, and it is a journey. And we've talked about our journey this year to become butterflies from our little caterpillar. Um, and we'll reveal our big butterfly at the end of the term um, when we have our transition day, when all the children go to their new classes. But you're right, confidence is something that you have to develop. Um, and often we try and develop that through the activities we have. So you're about to begin your year six assembly. Um, and start preparing for that and every year you've done assemblies as you've gone through and that's part of how we build people's confidence but also in giving them positive praise and um, sharing their work a bit like this on the radio station giving children a different audience um, but also just making them understand that it's okay to make mistakes because do you make mistakes yes and when we make mistakes we can often learn from those um, sometimes if we just get everything right we're never really learning anything we need to be stuck sometimes so i like the idea that you're going to grow confidence in your dream school um shall we open the doors yes okay let's open the doors to your dream school <laughs> English or maths, Anissa? English or maths, what's the first lesson of the day? English. English. So what are we doing in English? Um, I, I like to write, like not normal writing, like paragraphs and remaking a story. I like to make it funny. Great. So you like funny stories and you're creating these funny stories. How do you come up with your ideas? Well, I... I get inspired from other stories. That's really good. So do you like reading? No, not really, no. So that's really interesting. So you're not a big reader. And when I was at school, I wasn't a massive reader, but I loved stories and I still love stories now. Um, so if you're not a big reader, how do you get your ideas from other stories? 
sometimes because in our class we have to sometimes my our teachers say um at least have five minutes reading before play so when i read like i like the books um the series of bad guys yeah. i get inspired from those type of stories when like people say to read so that's where i get my inspiration from that's that's a really great explanation it's it's um it's really interesting as well because i've done a lot of work over the years with film club and looking at stories using film and so sometimes we'll see children who've watched lots of films and they begin to pull the way that those stories are told on film into their writing do you get inspiration from television and film as well some like old old ones because the old ones they're more known that's that's certainly true some of the early films they had to be really good at storytelling because they were very limited they couldn't have all these cgi effects and all this computerized stuff that you love they just had to be really good storytellers um, and there are some great examples in the early early parts of Hollywood, particularly in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, where story was everything. Um, is there anything else we're going to be doing in that first session of the day? Um, also in the English, it's also a bit of art, but I'd like the children to also not just show people um, what they mean in their writing I'd like them also to for people when they read their writing to also see the image nice so so in other words our words will bring the image to life but if we're struggling with that then we can see a picture of what you're talking about yeah, yeah that's really lovely um, now in your in your early discussions about your dream school you talked about baking tell me more yeah. about that so at home i like baking cakes and stuff because i just like um experimenting okay so that's why i added baking that's really good and of course baking would fall into english because we have to follow instructions and we have to follow a recipe um, so we could be writing those or we could be following them um, so baking is pretty much a method of preparing food that uses a dry heat so rather than frying something neither deep frying or shallow we're using a dry heat typically in an oven but it can also be done um, I suppose with hot ashes or on hot stones um, and the most popular baked goods do you know what the most popular baked goods are cakes bread bread uh, yeah bread I was really surprised as well bread is the most popular baked good um, cakes are obviously the most delicious um, but when you bake at home you said you like creating things what kind of things do you like to create so a few months ago at home i made a turkish rice pudding wow and it was really um like very complicated because you had to make, mix the mi uh, milk and cornstarch and they're just not good together <laughs> it's really hard but i eventually did it it was really nice and what else goes into a turkish rice pudding is there any flavoring that goes in there as well yeah um vanilla vanilla mm. flavoring and sugar i guess sugar always sugar um so when you put the vanilla flavoring in did you use an essence or did you have a vanilla pod i used the actual like a powder oh wow yeah i, I love using vanilla in in recipes and particularly when i used to make ice cream um having vanilla and vanilla extracts was very good but actually being able to scrape the vanilla seeds out and put those in it gives you that really amazing flavor it's quite powerful actually so I found out that in September 2022, there was a Google search data request to find out the most searched for cakes on Google in the UK. 
what do you think the three most popular cakes were? Um, sponge cake. Okay. A, um, a chiffon cake. Oh. A chiffon cake. Yeah. And is it like a type of cake, like the way you make the cake? No, it's just uh, they're just three different types of cake. And decorated cake. Nicely decorated cake. Yeah. Do you know I had a really lovely. The, we had um, a family uh, meal yesterday. And we had two cakes after after lunch. One was a chocolate cake, a Colin the Caterpillar cake. Um, and the other one was a rainbow cake covered in hundreds and thousands. So when you cut into it, it had all the rainbow colours. But the decoration around the outside was delicious. Except for about an hour afterwards, I was just finding these little white hundreds and thousand balls all over the floor. Um, but top three cakes. Number three, chocolate cake. Do you like chocolate okay. cake? Number two, you were quite right, Victoria Sponge, a sponge cake. But number one, the most searched for cake on Google in the UK in September 2022 was banana bread. Oh, banana bread. Yeah. yeah. Do you like banana bread? I've tried it once. How was it? It was good. It was good. I like the end of banana cake. Um, so when we've got bananas that are just a couple of days over and they're just beginning to turn, using them at that time to make banana bread is delicious and putting some chocolate chips in as well but i like cutting off the end piece because i love the end piece and then using a fork to take all the cake out so you're just left with like a boat hull uh, do you have a favorite baker or chef um it's a entertainment yeah um uncle roger oh okay yeah. <laughs> what do you what can you tell me more because like it's not only like his cooking like i like his reactions especially to gordon ramsay's <laughs> yeah yeah it's quite the combination isn't it do you think one day you'd like to own your own restaurant maybe what do you see yourself doing when you're older i'm not sure I'm not sure well maybe baking could be it particularly if you're baking turkish rice pudding oh. that sounds like a really great start um i think probably it's time for playtime So obviously when we have a playtime um, at school, we go out onto our playground or our little raised area and we play around. But what's happening at your break time at Dream School? Um, you have the choice to stay in or to have iPad time inside or really anything you want because it's Dream School you choose. Great, so I can stay inside, I can go outside. Um, but I can choose. If you were inside, what would you do? Well, there's a lot of things because inside you have more opportunities because outside there's limited, like, you can't take, sometimes teachers say not to take those things outside. So inside you could be, like, watching the iPad or um, maybe riding a bouncy, like, bouncing on a bouncy castle. Oh, an inside bouncy castle or an outside bouncy castle. So it's either's fine, it's dream school. Yeah, I mean, teachers can't tell you not to take anything outside if you're at dream school, because you can make the rules. So if you want to be able to take things outside, you take things outside. Um, and outside could look whatever you like. Um, so inside, you want to be on the iPad. What do you like doing on the iPad? Um, Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft's a good one. Um, I do like a bit of Minecraft. Um, I think I might have mentioned before that we have a realm that we use at home with my boys um, where I live underground um, because it's, it's safer underground. <laughs> I can build protection. Um, 
and I, I don't like at night how up, up above it just becomes more dangerous. I'd rather know it was just dangerous all the time um, than having to navigate day and night. So I do like living underground in Minecraft. Um, yeah. Have you have you got a favourite um, activity within Minecraft that you like to do? Um, this is really strange. <laughs> um, like sometimes I. Um, like for fun, I show my siblings or like my friends in school. Even I take like a pickaxe or something and I kill the ghosts. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it is. It is quite funny. And I, I mean, sometimes you have to. Like the chickens give you eggs, obviously. But there's occasionally you just need a roast chicken, and therefore the chicken has to go. Um, but it's yeah, it can be very brutal Minecraft, depending on what setting you've got it on. But equally. I love the survival element and trying to stay alive for as long as I can. I think that's quite a challenge and the harder you get. So let's talk about outside in your dream school. What's going to be happening outside in the playground? What What's something that you might want to do? Um, like a trampoline park. Yeah, trampoline park would be great. Um, of course, flip outs. We had some at the summer fair. We gave some flip out vouchers um, to people so they could, uh, they could go off to trampolining. So trampolining is great. Anything else out there? Um. Um. Because I said indoor bouncy castle, also outdoor. Outdoor bouncy castles, and you mentioned before, I think, when we were talking before we um, came on air about petting zoo. Do you like the idea of a petting zoo out in your playground? Yeah. What kind of animals would you have in your petting zoo? Um. This one's also strange. A snake. Uh, well, yes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a snake. It's a petting zoo. I suppose you need to have a rich variety of animals. Um, at the summer fair on Saturday, we had Happy Tails Petting Club with us. Um, and they had hedgehogs. They had a parrot. Um, they had some little tiny rabbits, which is very good, some tortoises. Um, and the children were just allowed to sit on our bean bags and stroke them. And um, it was really lovely, actually. It was a very calm area. Um, Vauxhall City Farm, I suppose, is the the best farm in London in terms of you being able to go and see things so it's a free farm and it's a short walk from Vauxhall Underground Station um, you can give a donation to help keep the farm running but so they have lots of animals there so they have alpaca sheep goats guinea pigs rabbits turkeys chinchillas chickens birds um, if you're having a snake any other animals what's your favorite animal my favorite yeah a cat a cat so you could have some cats there as well um, and what can the children do with the animals at the petting zoo? Um, I like um, for ch- the children to have opportunities to look after something that's other than um, their family, like an animal and having responsibilities. That's really good. Do you have any pets at home? But you'd like a cat, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a really good thing. I know when I was growing up, we had a cat called Sheba and a dog called Lady. Her her pedigree name was Lady Tamsin Golden Glamour, um, and she was a bit like um, the female version of a lassie dog, I suppose. But she was um, she was a wonderful little rough collie. Uh, but the cat had a mind of its own. The cat you'd see some days and not others. But the dog was always very lovable and very um, wanting cuddles and, and stroking all the time. But you're right, the fact that you had to walk the dog all the time, you got to feed them every day. It does. It gives you responsibility. So it's really important. Um, so yeah, pets are pets are great, but for a lot of people, pets can also be a tie. It makes it harder to go on holiday. It makes it harder to go and spend a few days away if you've got a pet that you've got to look after at home. Um, so they can be wonderfully rewarding, um, but also you've got to be really sure that you can look after a pet properly before you bring one into your home.
Okay, let's come back in from playtime. It's time for history. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I have to tell you now, this country is at war with Germany. So you can bring back anybody from the past to life in order to teach us history. Who's coming back to life? Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. So why Marilyn Monroe? Um, to be honest, the reason I picked her was I always was seeing these um, new documentary on Netflix. Yeah. I didn't watch it though because it's not my age, but I heard like really weird things about her death and how they were trying to figure out how it happened and how she was a great star. Uh, so it's a really good reason to bring somebody back. I think often when we want to find out about the past, it's because we're intrigued by something. We want to know more and we've heard something, but we just want to find out for ourselves. Um, so yeah, Marilyn Monroe was an actress. She was a model. She was a singer. She was born in um, 1926, I think, in the United States in a place called Los Angeles. She's pretty much Hollywood. Um, and I suppose it's therefore, it's not the acting, it's not the modeling, or it's not the fashion that intrigues you. It's just her story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she was born Norma Jean Mortensen. So Marilyn Monroe wasn't her real name; it was her kind of her stage name. And between 1946 and 1961, she appeared in 29 films and won 10 awards. Um, and although she was never nominated for an Oscar, she did win at the Golden Globes, and she was nominated for a BAFTA, which is like the British equivalent of an Oscar. Um, and in today's money, her films earned over two billion dollars. What do you think of that? Two billion. Two billion, yeah. So she was she was really popular. Her best performance was arguably in a film called Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. But there was some controversy over her death. Nobody's really sure um, what happened. And that's why all these documentaries come out. Um, she, she wasn't very well. She had a lot of uh, mental health issues as well um, as she was going through her life. But there's a lot of mystery around... Um, some of her friendships that she had with former presidents of the United States of America. Um, but there's no doubt that what she was was an in incredible presence on the screen. You wanted to watch her films. Um, and she was a very good kind of almost like a comedy actress as well at certain points of her career. Um, but uh, yeah, she had a lot of success. It'd be very interesting. What would you hope to learn from somebody coming back to life? Whoever it is. Um to learn about the people's past to learn about the past, and yeah. also to now see how more privileged we are to have like more like we now have a school where we're allowed to come to school for free we're allowed to go and get help to for the nhs for free and those times you had to pay a lot of money to just heal a wound yeah, I, th I think you're spot on. I think they, it'd be very interesting for people to see how much we've changed and evolved. And of course, we're still always changing things and wanting to make things better. But you're absolutely right. It's a really good observation. Um, we're very lucky. We're very fortunate. And as you say, very privileged. Um, but even now, not everybody feels that. There are some people who still have to fight to be able to get exactly the things that you've discussed. Um, so it's about making it, I suppose, even more fair, isn't it? So that everybody can get what they need. Um, and speaking about getting what we need, let's work out what's for Dream School lunch. What are we having for lunch, Anissa? 
Um, this is also from Uncle Roger. <laughs> egg fried rice. Egg fried rice. Are you just having egg fried rice or are you having anything yeah. with it? Um, some brownies for dessert and also like lychee fruit because I tried that recently. It's really nice. Oh yeah, very refreshing. And then milkshake, any milkshake out for vanilla. Yeah, well, that goes back to our vanilla theme in our baking because you're obviously very good at getting the flavouring right for vanilla. Um, I'm interested with the egg fried rice. You've just got egg fried rice on its own. Do you have anything else with that at all, with your rice normally? With my rice at home, I have it like with chicken. Yeah, okay. So if you'd like, you can pick like any side meal if you'd want. So my, at the dream school, if I was having egg fried rice, what would I have with it? I think maybe I do like, if I'm going to a Chinese restaurant, I do like chicken balls. I don't know why, there's just something about them and it often just having a little bit of rice and some chicken balls on the side. Um, yellow bean sauce, cashew nuts and chicken, that's always very nice as well. I think when you've, for me, when I've got egg fried rice, I need some, some sauce with it. I need some kind of liquid to mix it in. Can you just eat it without any liquid? Sometimes. Yeah. What um, What is it you like so much about it? I like the way they make it. Like it's really nice just to watch it being made. It's really nice the way they mix it and how they toss it around. It's really it's cool to watch. Yeah, it is, it is very cool. It's quite a skill, isn't it? So let's go to the brownie then. Where's the best brownie you've ever had? The best. The best brownie. Um, a few years ago I had a homemade brownie from my auntie it was really good yeah great what's your auntie's name I didn't <laughs> <laughs> just auntie we're going to call it auntie's brownie from now on what made it so good I don't know there was a white I'm not sure what it was it was maybe a white sauce it might have been the white chocolate but I'm not sure yeah the white chocolate would be quite common yeah um, the best brownies for me are nice and crispy on the outside but gooey in the middle so it kind of runs do you like it just solid or do you like it a bit sticky 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 yeah. do you have if you're having a brownie do you have anything with your brownie you have an ice cream cream not really no. just the brownie okay that's good so we're having egg fried rice we're having brownie and then we're going to do some exercise in our pee lesson <whistles> so for pe we can have anybody um, coming back to teach us PE. So what are you thinking for our PE lesson? Um, the class votes on a football club. Wow. So the class can vote on a football club and the football club comes to teach us. Do you like football? I like the World Cup. Okay, so you like the World Cup. And which country would you be supporting in the World Cup? Um, two countries. Yeah, go on. England and France. England and France, okay. And of course, England and France played each other at the last World Cup. And France won. Congratulations, France. Um, but we're over that now. We're okay with it. Um, which do you think is the best team in the world? Best um, football club or a country? Good question. Let's go with um, football club. Um it's only because they've been like coming recently and being more known recently and i've watched like parts of their games um psg psg yeah that's a good shout um psg i suppose that they have some amazing players in bappe and messi although you know some of them are looking like they're leaving the club um but they are they're, they're always a club that are up there and um 
and are well known I suppose very well advertised I think is probably the right thing um, it'll be interesting to see who the best team in the world is every year they have what's called the Super Cup um, and the Super Cup is the winners of the Champions League and the winners of the Europa League and they come together and they play each other and then the winners of the Champions League also play um, the winners of the South American kind of league so that you end up with a world club champion as well which was Chelsea a few years ago the best team in this country at the moment is Manchester City do you know about Manchester City? yeah, yeah. Um, who do you think the current year six would vote for? Um, the current year six well not the girls because they didn't really watch it but the boys there's always a debate um, it's either they would like no Manchester United no um, Real Madrid but I don't think Real Madrid because everyone is saying they're cheaters <laughs> yeah wow so I'd say maybe um, Manchester United maybe Manchester United yeah I wonder about Arsenal Arsenal must be up there in some way I found out in my research for your podcast that Bukayo Saka, who plays for Arsenal in England, is currently ranked the third most expensive footballer in the world. So nobody's buying him because he's staying at Arsenal, but he is supposedly worth more money than every other footballer bar two. I can't remember who was at the top um, because I was just stunned that Bukayo Saka was so high up. Um, he, he, he would be great if he came in. He could really inspire us in our PE lessons. Maybe we should just ask him if he'll come along. He's got nothing else to do this summer, has he? Um, let's then carry on the end of our school day and go to a dream school club. <coughs> Always excited about a dream school club. Um, what's going to happen after the school day's finished? Um, so everyone who does not have a club, um, they can go any time because you don't need to sign up for it. You just go. Yeah. And so... Uh, there's I wrote vet school club karate club fashion design club and technology and also um, I want to add a few more because um, anyone can pick if they're not interested in those because I'm just writing the most popular so maybe I'd write um, any school they want I think the most popular would be football though Yeah, yeah I think you're probably right football club is very popular here um, we're, we're very lucky here we have over 20 clubs every single week um, and yeah they range from stand-up comedy to traditional clubs like football we obviously have our archery club our lego club cooking club and there's a real range and a mix and actually i was meeting with somebody the other day to try and expand our club offer even further so we'd quite like to offer more olympic sports that are a bit obscure so things like fencing or judo um, maybe expand the archery a little bit or maybe karate um, there's so many different things we could do here. I'm intrigued by the idea of your fashion design club. It's not a club we've ever had at Anson, um, but what could it look like if we were to make it happen here? What do you imagine happens in a fashion and design club? Well, the reason I wrote it was when I was vit- visiting my secondary school, um, we met with the GCSEs. They were studying for their um, fashion exams and it was, it was in one week so everyone was really busy and it was screaming and everything because everyone mm-hmm. was so worried. I saw the way I asked them some questions and I saw the way they like um, sew them together. It was really nice and they made some really nice pieces so I was inspired from that. That's really lovely. So you like the idea of not just designing it but then making it as well. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I think it's a wonderful club. It would be really interesting to see if any of our staff had the skills that could, could help run a club like that or whether we could find somebody that could help us because I really, really like the idea of um, a kind of fashion and a design club. Um, okay, let's recap on your dream school day then. So we're waking up in the morning, we're going to get dressed in whatever we like as long as we've got our dream school badge on it with its logo and the gates. We're going to do some English writing when we for our first lesson, but we're also going to do some baking as well and possibly make some um, wonderful cakes, maybe with Gordon Ramsay there helping us. <laughs> um, break time, we can, we can do what we like. Stay inside, go outside, uh, trampolines and bouncy castles everywhere but we could just be on the iPads inside or we could be outside at the petting zoo. Marilyn Monroe is going to come back and teach us history and tell us the truth about what happened to her. Um, at lunchtime, egg fried rice followed by brownies um, and some lychee as well. And then we're going to have a PE lesson taught by the best football team in the world. But we don't know who that is yet because year six will vote. And then we're going to finish with loads of clubs on offer. You don't have to book them. You don't need a place at them. You can just go along. Um, and there's all sorts of clubs there, including our fashion and design club. How does that sound as a dream school day? It's a really good school. It's a, it is a really good school. It's a really varied school as well. Sometimes we have schools that are, they've got a theme that run through them. Um, and they might just be one thing all the time. But yours is really lovely because it's um, kind of a, a mix and a vary of so many different subjects and experiences. And so I really like that. Um, thank you so much for coming on to Dream School. Anissa, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Let's close your doors. So that was Anissa's Dream School, a really fun one today. Um, join us next time for another episode of Dream School. <laughs>